How do you celebrate um not Indigenous Peoples yeah. Day? Um by having a hard day at work. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Um I just looked what at I looked at the uh the two screenshot um meme. I the thi- first thing that came to my brain was image macro cuz I think that's what actually it is, but we'll say meme of um Janet on the good place telling Chidi why uh, Columbus was in the bad place. Um right. I just saw that a million times on the Are TLC. you caught up with the good place? I am. I did Oh wait, no. I didn't watch today's ep- or yesterday's episode, but I watched the premiere, the, the hour long premiere. Comes out on Sundays? Yeah, it comes out on Sundays. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my god, everyone in my family <laughs> is screaming. <laughs> I hate freaking October. Yeah. Baseball. <laughs> Dodgers win. Do the Dodgers win. I haven't been paying attention. I walk past the TV and both of the, the both of the racist teams lost and are out. So mm-hmm. both got eliminated on Indigenous Peoples Day. So fucking get owned. Um, you think there's a cold in there? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why they're yelling. It's ten one. Red Sox. Oh, why are why? they so hype? It's over. It's the seventh inning, and you know anything is possible, especially with this team. Yeah. <laughs> a show about the internet and all the things on it. Each week, Nicholas and I go through what is most interesting in our search histories and share it with you for free. This week, I'm going first. Hooray! Yay! Um, <laughs> my first entry is not exciting at all. I've been oh. doing a lot of data entry recently. Hell for yeah. The multiple things that I'm doing in my life, both volunteering <laughs> and, and my job. And, um... I mean, I don't typically use sheets. I'm mo- mainly using Excel. And I've noticed that <sighs> I just have a lot of questions about sheets sometimes. Like how how it works. Certain cells turn light green randomly and what? <laughs> um yeah, it's really annoying and I've just been having a lot of problems with it just because specifically for the volunteering work I'm doing. I'm not the only one who handles all- the database or the the Google Drive that we work in, and multiple people are inputting things into a sheet at multiple points of the day, sometimes at the same point of the day, and it's natural that things are going to get fucked up and color coordination isn't always going to work out and people will ignore Mm it. But this light green just keeps popping up for no reason. If anyone has any answers, let me know, because the internet did not. Wait, okay, um, hold on. I think so. It goes I away when I refresh. Sheets. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what I think happened, it's a light green that is a different green than like if you were to select a light And then sometimes a it's a green. light pink. Okay, if it's, oh, wait. Okay, and then sometimes it's, it's, it's one a of gray. two things. It's one of two things. It's oh. either someone has hit command F and is like doing a, fo- like a search inside of the thing mm-hmm. and wherever it highlights... Like the highlight and it doesn't is have to green. be me? No, I don't think so. The other well, thing it might weird. be is that 
someone else might be might have the tab open and have that cell selected but not actually be active on the document but then but no one was on tab the... selected oh well never yeah mind i then. was the only person on the document ghosts and I, and I wasn't finding anything throughout it yeah i don't know when i refresh it goes away typically it's but then it's... last week my boss was like what is this light green what does this mean? And I was like, oh, so it isn't just mine. <laughs> and you're seeing it as well. Anyway, if anyone has any answers. And then I guess the other thing that I looked up was how to explore, um, form data straight into sheets. And I figured that out pretty quickly. Um, nice. What else? That was really boring. Another boring thing. Gonna hit at you. Hit at you. Nice. Roll nope. At you. Roll it. Nope. <laughs> Keep going. Um... <laughs> So a couple months ago, I think even on the podcast, I was talking about how I needed to re-register to vote because my address had changed. I had recently had it at my apartment and um, in order to get my voting materials sent to my house, I had to re-register and sign a paper that said this is my new address and this is my signature. And because the DMV didn't have my signature on file because I don't have California issued um, driver's license. It, did, it doesn't is, even matter if you have a passport or... Well, that doesn't go through the DMV, so that makes sense. But it doesn't matter if you have a state ID either. They, they need your driver's license. That's a wild. Signature for some reason. So I had to send a, a signed piece of paper with a stamp on it <laughs> and tape it up and send it to... Norwalk, I believe. Wow. Norwalk, um, California. I have no way of knowing whether this piece of paper, not even in an envelope, <laughs> made it to Norwalk. When did I've been you checking. send it? I sent it two weeks ago, and I haven't mm. been able to find out if I'm registered or not. I guess I'll I've find been... out when I get my voting well, materials no, or not, because check... voting material was sent out today. Uh, yeah, I got mine. I got mine already. You can... Yeah. um. Check on whatever Pod Save America website that John yeah, Favreau coded I have, himself. I have, but it says, no worries. If you've just registered, then it usually takes a week. For, oh, okay. Well. So I don't, I don't know how long the processing is. I just don't want to miss the deadline, you know? Yeah, fingers so. crossed. It should not be this hard. No, it really shouldn't. Here. It really shouldn't. <laughs> that is busted. The thing is, the wild thing is, that is easy. Like, it is busted and, like, not ideal for you and your voting experience. But this mm-hmm. is still easy relative to the way that people are disenfranchised across the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of college wild. students that are that are going through what I'm going through now because they're registering their dorm address right now. And they're complaining that they can't find stamps, so they're just not going to register Here's, to, I to vote. <laughs> They don't know where stamps are, Nikki. They can't find oh, them. okay. I don't know why... Hmm. Here's my hot take on this. Why do we need stamps? Why isn't it just free postage? <laughs> no, the post office has to exist. I had to write... This is Are stamps really unrelated. funding the post office? Yes. In entirety? <laughs> no, that can't be possible. Exists. It makes sense, but stamps, these 25-cent stickers... That's a postage. That I understand that, but packages, that makes sense. Paper, I feel like, should just be sent. It doesn't... But a lot it, of, if you put it, a lot it of paper seems like in a, a bag, random number. I need to see why stamps are 25 cents. 
Well, that's for next week. Unless you can mm-hmm. find that information right now. I um, doubt it. I, I thought it. The, uh, I think it was AP Lang. The AP Lang, like one of the AP Lang essays when I took it. No. No, yeah, it was Lang. Um, was about why you had to argue whether or not the post office should be closed and then basically just give it away to private corporations and have that exist or mm-hmm. um, why the post office should stay open. Like, that was the question. And they use this very sad TBT image of a post pigeons. office in Alaska. Yeah. TBT. <laughs> I, I fondly remember the days where I put a letter on my carrier pigeon. You threw a crow into it. the sky and it went to yeah. the north. <laughs> Without you even having to say anything. Yeah, Just magic, know. you know? Uh, Next bullet point, I suppose. So, last week, the second season of Big Mouth dropped on Friday, and there's a new character called the Shame Wizard, and... <laughs> So people uh-huh. who've watched the show know that there's the hormone monster who is this creature that follows <laughs> multiple it's a each person has their own hormone monster or each pubescent child has their own hormone monster and we all people who watched the show thought that was the only kind of quirk to the show that we're all going to accept that this imaginary figure is what's is what is going to help these kids go through puberty. But the addition of the shame monster kind of opened up this whole other world, which we found out about. So the premise of Big Mouth is kind of just three kids. It's more than three kids. It's a gaggle of children (laughs) and just their, their stories about puberty. And it's really informative, really funny, and extremely disgusting at points, but it's informational for the most part. Interestingly enough, I I don't... Well, it's not that interesting. I think it's more retrospective for adults who went through puberty as opposed to to showing it to kids who are going through puberty now. They'd probably just be extremely uncomfortable by everything. you're saying that my sister wouldn't be down to clown with his Nick Kroll joint? Probably not. Mm. Um, So the shame monster, or the shame wizard, is a new kind of fictional character that each of the children encounter and we find out that there's this whole portal which it's it's kind of like um uh amy polar movie pixar inside me is it inside Inside out out. (laughs) you know the spin-off the nick (laughs) cole spin-off would be inside me um so it's it's kind of like Inside Out where there's multiple things that are assigned to each child, such as shame and hormones, I guess, and um, uh, yes, anxiety and, and bravery, et cetera, et cetera. They're not really, they're not just emotions. It's, you have to watch the show. Anyway, the point of the story is I wanted to find out who the voice of the shame wizard was, and... It was because his voice sounded so extremely familiar, and it sounded like Professor Lupin, who's played by um, Dave uh, Flute. I can't pronounce his last name. It's T-H-E-W-L-I-S. I've always said Thulis. Anyway. Thulis. 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 He could tell us one day. Anyway. <laughs> Come on I was the show. Like, 
<laughs> he couldn't possibly be voicing this character. He probably has so many other roles lined up. It, no, it was him. It was him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Our long national <laughs> mystery has been ended. Reddit, we um, did it. Another voice added to this season uh, was Gina Gina Rodriguez, and she played huh. a really cool character as well. She's a uh, really She's a big fan into of the show as well. Voice acting thing. She's in that uh, Zendaya is Michi movie, and now this. <laughs> it's two whole things. Uh, did Jeffrey tell you what happened the other day? Oh, he probably didn't. So we were, <laughs> we were at what movie did we see? We saw The Hate You Give. Really good. Recommend to everyone. Um, and we were just getting out and there was this woman who was with her child and she had gone to the bathroom, I guess, with her child. And it, it, the screen time said the, uh, the time posted said like one thirty. it was basically two o'clock around two o'clock around then. And she basically had this conversation with her child where she was like, do I have to go back in? <laughs> and was just sighing and the kid Whoa. just like walks straight in ignoring her mother hell yeah <laughs> um so Woof. small so, foot bad according to moms according to moms everywhere approve they approve kicks but not small foot mm-hmm. <laughs> dang the oh i guess i have two more things the the disgusting one is eyelash mites ever heard of them yo anyway well th- thanks for listening this week uh you can find the show at tangential.xyz i'm sorry did you say eyelash mites yeah what so lots of people have them and they don't even know Bullshit. it <laughs> have your eyes ever been irritated or extremely no, red never. for no Given nope, apparent never. reason, if so, <laughs> if so, you might have millions of eyelash mites living. This is the under worst thing eyelids. you've ever brought to this and program. breeding in your Stop. eyelashes. They breed at nighttime if you're interested, and um, they're microscopic and they're parasites, and they thrive on your natural oils, which are copious on and around your eyelids. And the only way to get rid of them is tea tree oil. I hate you fucking burn your eyes. So the only reason I looked that up was because my eyes are frequently irritated. And oh, I'm so you just are a host <laughs> yeah. of eyelash mites. Maybe. I guess I'll have to find out through my doctor. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I hate hated that. Mm-hmm. They hate light. And oh, okay. So it doesn't look at the sun. Mm-hmm, or go outside. That, that's Where? a good thing. To, outside? <laughs> Have you heard of it? <laughs> um, and you can get them if you have pet owner or if you're a pet owner of any Not kind. my problem. Nope. And, not me. And um, if you're just outside as well. So Again, that's not a, me. That's a... That's, if you go outside once and then never go back outside again, you might have eyelash mites. <laughs> so what Jules is saying is that you should never go outside. Just stay inside or get in a bubble. Everyone become bubble people. Mm-hmm. The most, I guess the people who've been ailed with mites the most are those with cats. So get rid of your cat. 
Throw a cat away. Yep. So that was my bit on eyelash mites. You're Thanks. welcome, everyone. I really appreciate it. I love medicine. Exfoliate. <laughs> um, Don't have eyelashes. So the last thing I looked up was grants for directors. That kind of has to do a lot with what I've been working on for my volunteering position. But I was also just curious because if you think about it, filmmakers and writers, especially if they're writers who don't have any kind of contract or are signed to any kind of um, publisher and screenwriters, if they're not with um, Screenwriters Guild or if they're not on a show, you don't really get paid to develop things you get paid for the final product product right right so all that time when you're making something you're not paid and that's interesting to think about because that's how literally anything else ever works with painters and sculptors typically they can be commissioned by someone right And, and and they can create that way and i guess that can work for screenwriters as well but you have to be extremely extremely well known while as Lots of times with 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 painters and sculptors, you can create something interesting and a university will recognize your material and give you some kind of grant or a residency of some kind. And those do exist for screenwriters and uh, directors, just not as it not in. There aren't as many. There right. aren't as many of those kinds of grants. So um, I was just looking up those kinds of programs specifically for sorry just got a text you're fine um (laughs) specifically for screenwriters and directors and actually dga cbs and hbo and nbc all offer those kinds of programs but you have to get picked out of a billion people and they pick four people every two years you know so no God, why is did this they, game still going on? <laughs> Mercy rule. I am a red, red, red socks. I've Googled it. They scored again. It's wow. 11-1. Good for them. Top of the eighth. Awesome. Go socks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's how art works. You don't get oh, paid thanks. unless you make something people want to buy, which <laughs> makes sense, which makes a lot of sense. Um, but it's also very sad. And a lot of people don't get to be what they want to be because they need to have a consistent income. And a lot of artists um, never get discovered because of that reason, because of the in economic inequality. Which Capitalism is, is bad. Which is a problem um, that should be looked at in unison with the racial divide, I, I, I believe. Because they're interwoven entirely. Uh-huh. Let me tell you about universal basic income. Seems, uh, seems like, a, no, there's not that's it. We should have Grand one. Grand statement. <laughs> we should have one. That's fun. That's on all over the place week. Mm-hmm. I'm still befuddled by your google sheets uh issue Mm -hmm, me too Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> I never want to look at an Excel document again. I hate it. Neither do I, but it's entirely possible that it will happen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Is it me? Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, Taylor Swift did a politics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she but she a, actually she wasn't politics. very specific on things at all. Uh-huh. So... If you've been a longtime listener of the program, way back on episode eight, we talked shit about Taylor Swift for an hour. Um, That's it. <laughs> well, the episode was an hour and 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. um, talk shit about Taylor Swift for an hour um, because she just kind of is generic and bad. Um, be- her inaction is action was, I think, the, the crux of our argument um, th- uh, that we had on episode eight. Um, but now I have to say, Taylor Swift, welcome to the resistance, I guess. No. No? <laughs> Is that no. not? Oh. <laughs> she that, wasn't she specific not? enough in her statements at yeah. all. She wasn't she calling does... out anyone. And I don't know. She doesn't use the word. So d- let's, I'll walk it back. She posted I guess maybe on Instagram. Say what she, yeah. Yeah, she posted on Instagram this really long um, post about how she's basically been afraid to ever talk about politics. But this time it was important. Because uh, it hurt her career. <laughs> yes. Um, this time it was important and <laughs> that the people who were running um, for office in her state, oh, it's the midterms, um, specifically Marsha Blackburn, who is the Republican um, candidate um, for the Senate in Tennessee, the state she's from, um, basically is capital R Republican anti-gay rights pro wall all that good stuff um so taylor swift thought it would be cool and chill to now uh like two days before the last day to register to vote in tennessee um to come out and promote uh to come out in support of the two democrats but again cannot stress enough did not say the words democrat or republican at all in this like 350 word instagram um post that is just a photo of her. It's just a Polaroid of her in black and white. Like, there's no, there's like even last. It was or in weird. 20, <laughs> in 2016, she did post a um, on election day. She did post an image, mm-hmm. um, and it was her in line at a polling place. But like, she didn't this time. Did not. There's like no correlation between the image and the text. Um, no, there is a correlation. She's thinking now. Uh, Do you see how her her hand is underneath her chin, and she's looking thoughtfully into the camera, thinking into about the Polaroid camera, the effects of her whiteness, and why, and why she's taken until the twenty eighteen election, uh, to get off her ass. Her reputation's never been worse. Nice, good one. Okay. Boom, fucking boom, got him, got him. Um, got her. I'll take this opportunity. To uh, say what I always say whenever I think about Taylor Swift, which is to say that if Taylor Swift opened her mouth in 2016, uh, Donald Trump wouldn't be president. That's my unverified or unver and entirely unverifiable uh, position, but it's where I sit. So, if you think about it, you can blame Taylor Swift for all this. Um, do you ever read? Did they score again? Yeah, know. they did. No, Probably. they did. It's now twelve one. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the um, like the, I just typed in Red Sox into Google, and so I'm watching the Google card. It just updated. Um, you ever read Chicka Chicka Boom Boom? 
Yeah. What you were talking about this with Amy? Or yeah. No? You were okay. Yeah. Um, we went out the other night, and I legitimately don't remember the context, but we started talking about Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, which is a child's book that came out uh, in 1989. I looked it up. It's also it was written by Bill Martin Jr. and uh, John Arkambault, uh, and illustrated by Louis Elhert. Came out in 1989, and is a book about the alphabet. And you like read it to your child, and they learn how to alphabet, and it's all cool and great. And then your kid is literate. Um, and then they can read the book to their child, and forever and ever they scored again. Or uh, maybe someone just got hit in the head or something. Mm, you know, that's bad. They should wear helmets in this sport. Um, they do sometimes. <laughs> here's the here's the the gist of the thing I wanted to talk about. Chicka chicka boom boom. Did you know that they released an album in 1992? So four years after the. I feel like um, I listened to it. So maybe three yes. years. Um, No, that was it. They just released an album for this children's book, which is wild. You mean that isn't the audiobook? Yeah, it's not an audiobook. (laughs) It's songs based on and inspired by the book Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. Awesome. So there's that. Have you listened to it? (laughs) No, I didn't get that far. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then I was thinking about other children's books because now, now children's books are like, I bought a hat. Which is a book that I, Nicholas Grace, and a 22-year-old very much enjoy. Um, but, like, if I were to read Chicka Chicka Boom Boom right now, I don't know if I would enjoy it. Right, because there isn't, like, a lot of content. <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying to say is that children children's books used to be bad, and now they're good. But do you remember Rainbow I think there were Fish? some good ones. Yeah, Eric Carle was... No, that wasn't Eric Carle. But Eric Carle books were good, and if not just for the watercolors what about rainbow fish it's a bad book have you read it <laughs> i have not read it in a while i worked there at was a... a preschool for two years so I, i've oh, read yeah, it that's multiple on you. times yeah they uh did you know that there was a television program based on rainbow fish that was that aired on uh hbo family from 1999 to 2001 also originally it's german it was translated into english i didn't know that well, I mean, it was in German from a man from Switzerland and then was translated into English. Hmm. Other you know, people that kind write of, books, apparently. It kind of makes sense because it isn't really... Because it's bad? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just <laughs> saying it, it doesn't really align with American values of the time, I think. Do you know the story at all? The story is about a fish with shiny multicolored scales named the rainbow fish. He has mm-hmm. blue, green, and purple scales. And among them, he has shiny silver scales he was always fond of. Until one day, a small fish asked him if he could have one. But the rainbow fish refuses in a very rude manner. The other fish are very upset about his behavior and don't want to play with him anymore. So like, what I don't understand is is like this fish is asking the rainbow fish to peel off a piece of his actual body <laughs> and give it to him. <laughs> An eye for an eye, or whatever. And I, and I think that code. doesn't really align with Americans' values of how we share organs or or skin, for that matter. Skin is the largest organ, but scales. It I'm is. not sure about them. Uh, from what are scales. I think scales and uh, do not correct bones? me if I am wrong. I think they're bones. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, rainbow fish, keep your scales. They're jealous of um, you because you're fabulous. <laughs> 
Reviewers have called this book a, a quote, cautionary tale about selfishness and vanity and a reminder that sharing brings happiness and acceptance. But the moral of the book has become a widely debated topic. Interpretations include rejection of indiv individuality exactly. and promotion of socialism. It Okay, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You can't give parts of your body to people. You can give your time. You can give your help. And he just doesn't have any friends because he's so beautiful. It makes no sense. You can check a box to have the government come harvest your organs if someone needs an organ. It's a whole thing. Got him. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> the stunned silence. Yeah. Um, other interpretations include influencing children to give away their body and bodily autonomy to in indulge the wants of others at their own expense. This message is seen as especially negative for girls and women who are only to be liked if they give away their, quote, shiny parts. <laughs> so uh, there's that. There are five books in the uh, in the uh, Rainbow Fish series. And there's also a short film that no was released idea. on VHS no and DVD idea. in 1997. I think I've seen the VHS. Um, oh the last thing. They scored again. <laughs> Yay. 14 do know, to one. Do, I think they But do they, they know that there's times. not like goal differential? Like this isn't, it doesn't matter. Like they should just stop so they can go home it's, and it's, go to it's sleep. It's the Yankees. So like just. Still, there's not goal in, differential. Like if they lose the next two. That, that's, that's the goal. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who is back. It is. Jody Whitaker. I, I watched. I guess I can uh, watch it on Hulu or Amazon. It's on. Amazon. I just watched it on BBC America's website at work today. Um, it's really Do you good. Need cable for that. I don't know, but I can give you a login. Um, or maybe my PlayStation View will count. I can check. Yeah, it should. Um, but yeah, it's really good, and Jody is great. Um, yeah, I love her. If Broad you don't, Church is a great show too. Yeah, I have it. not seen it, but people say it's I good. I wouldn't recommend it to you. Okay. <laughs> um. So if you don't know, Doctor Who is a television program out of um the country that we beat in a war um about science and time or whatever, and uh, the Doctor was an old Scottish man who was kind of bitter and angry at the beginning, and that turned me off to watching it because I didn't have the emotional energy. Or time yeah. to put Even into like Even though I understood him. it, yeah, like I got it, and that's why I felt but like I, I was okay not watching it because mm -hmm. I like I got it. Um, and shockingly, his arc was that he got soft by the end. Wow! Um, so he became a child again, and now he's a woman. So. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that, uh, and it's great. This is the first female doctor, um, and she's uh, wonderful. She's um she's a she's a mix of tenant. It's only been one episode, mm -hmm. um, but she feels like a mix of Tennant and Smith, um, which, yeah, which is good. It's it's very fun, even though there's a death in the first episode because it's Doctor Who and they need to kill someone at some point. It's not um, really a death. Oh, it wasn't the No, someone extremely oh. dies. No, no, no. Someone extremely oh. dies. Um, yeah. Um, but it's uh, the CG is just as bad as it was when I last watched it. So I guess uh, Capaldi was... I, I think you was... should rewatch an Eccleston episode. And yeah, that. definitely. <laughs> like, Peter Capaldi was a doctor for, I think, four years, basically for the entire... Four or five years, the entirety of the time we were in school. Um, and then that's when I stopped watching. So it's been, like, four or five years since I watched, and it looks just... It looks the same, which is fine. Um, but, 
Yeah, it's good. If you uh, haven't watched Doctor Who, you should watch Doctor Who. It's a fun television program, and you can skip Peter Capaldi, is my take. Agreed. Well, even though Maisie maybe Williams watch a couple. Yeah, watch the Maisie Williams episodes. They're really good. Yeah, those Actually, ones are good. Kalina, Kalina really liked the Capaldi seasons. I feel well, like okay. maybe watch I'll give Capaldi it a try season. later in my life. Watch Doctor when you're old and watch like yeah, Peter when I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Who can relate? Uh, that was good. See, I was gonna do it and then didn't. So then you did it, and that makes me very. And now happy. I feel the shame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, that's all I got. It was a, it was a weird week. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff, a lot of work and it's only Monday and it feels like it should be Thursday. <sighs> agreed. Being old is bad. Yep. I am out. Um, I think that's it. Is that it? Are we going to get out of here at like 32 minutes? Yeah, people like these episodes. People love these ones. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Tangential. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You can find this episode and every other single episode we've done. Is this 35? 34? 35. Whatever. You 35, Jules says. You can find all of the other episodes at tangential.xyz. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Godzilla. You can find Jules on Twitter at J.S. Clement. You can find the show on twitter at tangential underscore we also do social video which i mean like is a weird thing to say we create social video assets for our uh, podcast that we put out on the internet and you can find them uh on our instagrams at jason grayson and js clinic and tangential podcast um god bless you to whoever sneezed in your home Jaden god bless you Jaden. um huge thanks as always Always to Louis Zong uh, for the use of our theme song Blackberry Jam off of the album Jam 2. Episode. Oh, I guess I have to start over. Anyway, thanks for listening to this uh, this week's episode of Tangent. Um, huge thanks to Louis Zong uh, for the use of our theme song Blackberry Jam off of the album Jam 2. You can find that album and all of Louis' other great music over at louisong.bandcamp.com. I think that's it. We did it. Dope on a rope. Dope. Yep, drugs. Drugs on a rope, which is an inefficient way to take drugs. Uh, well, if you think about it, cigarettes are ropes. No. Why not, though? They're bound up in the shape of ropes. Short, short Like, they're twisted rope. together. Yeah, but it's still a rope. Stuff in it. Straws are ropes. No. Straws are hollow ropes. Mm-mm. Yes. They're poles. Are you saying poles are poles ropes? Poles are ropes. Yeah, they're no. very rigid. <laughs> they're very rigid ropes. If you have any hot rope takes, please email us at tangentialpod at gmail.com. I think that's, that's it. Right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.